0: Janelle Shaw, (laughs) Shaw, welcome to your own show. Oh, thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me on (laughs) on, (laughs) on Spotlight. I'm so happy to be here. I can't believe it. It feels so meta that um, that you are here after asking me to be a guest like a year and a half ago.
0: (laughs) On a show. Yeah. On a show that's no longer mine. That huh. we I have to I feel like I have to tell you the story of where Spotlight came from. Yes, absolutely. To be able to like to the point where where you arrived into it. So we started Spotlight as like the sister podcast of of explorers, or as some people say, explorers. And it's like we are not Dora, we are Ave. Uh, and we are exploring. We are not explorers. But <laughs> we wanted like a a weekly. It started out as like, let's talk about Catholic news. And they're like, no, no, we're like not journalists. And then like, let's talk about like what's going on in the zeitgeist or in the pop culture moment. Or, and we're doing that. I still kind of laugh about the fact that Spotlight started when i was evacuated from a hurricane like that's when we really started getting it going and i was like i had a newborn i was not living at home i was working off of borrowed wi-fi from the mcdonald's parking lot sometimes because wi-fi was super sporadic at my grandfather's house and we interviewed you as a very early guest i am i should have prepped more i do not even remember what about i remember we had you i think it might have been about the black catholic experience You did great. Like I distinctly remember slacking the team and saying like, Chanel was an awesome guest. Like we totally have to have her back. And then when we decided to kind of pivot with hosts, I was like, let's get Chanel. Like I think she'd be an excellent host. And now I listened to the podcast. I I drifted away because of other responsibilities and it's amazing. So I have to ask, like when we called you to say like, hey, Chanel Shaw, you were a guest on our show. Do you want to host it now? Like what was going
1: through your head? Well, I was definitely like, this is so crazy and what? (laughs) Because, you know, it's like, it's almost like when you're watching home movies and you hear your voice and you're like, is that what I sound like? Um, I don't (laughs) listen to my
0: own shows either. Don't worry.
1: And you're like, never. (laughs) uh, yeah. So at first I was kind of like, is, I mean, I don't know. I was like, do people want to hear my voice every week? That's kind of intense, you know, but I was really excited about it. It was so cool being a guest on. And I was like, wow, what a fun opportunity and working so far. I mean, everyone at Avon Marie Press is like so fun. So it's, yeah. In the language of Chanel,
0: they're they're pretty dope. Yeah.
1: How did you, I was literally about to be like, they're so dope. But then I was like, ah, fun. Yeah. Let's switch up my language. I'm pretty. So
0: my, my mom listens to you every week. She's a big Chanel Shaw fan. I think she listens to you more than she listens to me. I'll not gonna that. lie i'll take that and she says dope now not like oh. all the time but she'll be like that's dope and we're like who is this 62 oh. year old white woman from southern louisiana take it dope i have influenced <laughs> i have been influenced by Ave that. spotlight so so you get the show we co-hosted for a while and then we pass it off to you how did that feel like this? Okay. Now I'm going to run this show. Like I'm going to, there's a huge, you're, you're the Jimmy Fallon of Ave Spotlight. There it is. is is Jimmy (laughs) Fallon from Katie McGrady herself. Uh,
1: (laughs) I was shook when you, well, so excited for you when you went to Catholic radio, that was super cool, but I was definitely shook when I realized I was going to be hosting by myself, but it has been it has been nothing but great. And I've got to meet so many cool people and Mm -hmm. I'm just like every day, I'm so excited to be doing this and yeah. And so it's really great, but I was definitely, if I flash back to that initial time, I remember thinking to myself, um, I don't know if people are going to be as interested in just like
0: talking to me, but it's been really great. So it's been nothing but cool. See, this is what I I love about Spotlight is that it doesn't have an agenda or, or even really, this is not a criticism. Like this is a compliment. Like it is a show that is willing to talk about anything Mm -hmm. like, and sometimes seasonally, like, Hey, we're going to do 10 episodes on this particular topic or sometimes just like a one-off, like here's this really interesting person. They have a new book. They have a new project. They have something to say. Their post went viral. We'd like to interview them about it. And so it kind of exists in this really little pocket of Catholic media as Almost, uh, um, I've been watching a lot of Top Chef lately. the moose Boosh. Like, it's like, uh, the it's the little taste mm-hmm. that could launch you into much deeper conversations. And and have y'all, have y'all, is that how y'all plan it? Like, I mean, I've been out of the planning of it for a while now, like, you know, over a year. I know what we were thinking of when we first started it. Like, okay, these are the people we want to talk to. Here's some of the things we want to cover. But like, when y'all sit down and map out two and three months at a time, like, what's your criteria? What's your plan for making the show happen? In that really amused, bushy way.
1: Dude, well, yes. Well, we, when we are planning, we're thinking, well, what is going on in Catholic culture? And then what are some questions that people would love to have answered in 15 minutes on your drive Mm -hmm. to work, on your way to school? And then also, like, who has a platform that is, you know, worth being boosted? And Mm -hmm. then we just kind of go from there. And we actually had over the summer, we had like a really cool conversion series where I got to interview a lot of really cool people and just kind of talk about how they came to the faith and what that was like. I got to interview mm-hmm. Gloria Purvis, which mm-hmm. I mean, after that, I was like, I think I could just die and like go to <laughs> that was the peaked. coolest. Yeah, I peaked. And then I got to interview Eve Tushnet and it was like mm-hmm. so, so cool. And Leah Lebrasco Sargent. So when we think about what we want to record, we just think about what would just a regular Catholic who is trying every day to live out their faith well want to hear about? And Mm -hmm. how can we encourage them to live their faith well in a way that's approachable and regular? So, Mm -hmm. which I think Mm -hmm. has been really good because I think for me, sometimes when I listen to podcasts or I watch Catholic TV shows, sometimes I can feel like it's kind of hard for me to relate because mm-hmm. even going to mass on Sunday sometimes still feels like a grind. So mm-hmm. it's nice to be able to talk to people and interview people that are like doing their best. Mm-hmm. Cause I think overall our audiences of both like your show and my show and other podcasts like this are just, you know, people that are listening are just doing their best.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, and sometimes like in Catholic media, there, there will be like these very, I'll, I'll use the, phrase on my radio show inside baseball. It's like, okay, mm. this is for like that you are, you are in, the, you know what a tabernacle is and probably know where the key is to the tabernacle in your parish, because Absolutely. that's like how invested you are. And so there's, there's a level of like, sometimes that's the conversation that gets to be had. And then sometimes it's, you know what? No, like we just need a general, a general quick shot of information that makes this all accessible. So so you mentioned Gloria, do you have any other like favorites, like, like people that you've chatted with topics that you've covered? that like you, you Mm want to maybe do those again, or you want to go back and, and, and try to bring those people back. I mean, not, not to tease anything out that's coming (laughs) down the line, but like your best interviews, like which ones have Mm. you loved the most?
1: Okay. So honestly, my favorite and my best. So my favorite I mean, Glory Purvis, I have I think she is the coolest. And I will tell everybody. I mean, she's so cool. So that has that was a dream for me. Super cool. And also I just think her story is so interesting. To have such mm-hmm. a radical faith at like 13 years old, yeah. I was shocked.
0: On her own. On yeah. her no, own. Just yeah. like
1: I was like, wow, you're definitely gonna go to heaven and should like <laughs> advocate for me when you get there. But um, <laughs> but that was so cool. And then I loved interviewing Eve Tushna, actually. And I loved her story of coming to the faith and how Mm. she, you know, was so inspired by reliquaries and like the beauty of the church and, you know, living her life as someone that's gay and Catholic, but, Mm -hmm. you know, so faithful and what that looks like. And Mm -hmm. I just love talking about things that are challenging. I think as a young adult, sometimes we're fed things that are, you know, beautiful and sweet, Mm -hmm. which is good. But oftentimes we go to our workplaces and we go hang around with friends that maybe don't share the same values as us. And then we have to have conversations that are tough. So I like having conversations that are kind of tough. We had an episode with Dr. Julia Sadusky on gender identity, which was great. Mm-hmm. I love talking to Regina Boyd about anything mental health. I love mm-hmm. those episodes. I love talking to Meg Hunter-Kilmer. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's just so hardcore, <laughs> which I'm sure if she's listening, she'd be like, hardcore. I don't know if that's how I love being described, but she's so, you know, just unashamedly into her faith yeah. and in a way that is so approachable and like admirable. And so I love any episodes with her. There's an episode with Tommy Ty where we talked about saints and mental illness. That is one of my favorites. So yeah, I just have a whole bunch. And then I just... I love just talking to really cool people that otherwise I feel like I never would have met. Mm -hmm. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's an awesome opportunity. And you probably um, understand way more than I do getting to talk to people on Catholic radio and then talking to people on the podcast. Like you got to talk to Ben Rector.
0: So cool.
1: Accidentally, that was a total like, Hey, let's
0: use Twitter for some good in this moment. dude. And, And yeah, it was a pretty, his manager, what was funny was you'd think the SiriusXM connection would like get me access to him. And we tried, like we emailed all of the SXM people and we we're like, hey, we'd like love his contact. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, sorry, like we don't have anything. I'm like, that's not true. Like you totally <laughs> have his That's not true. <laughs> or can find it. So I just tweeted at him. And then the next afternoon, his manager Instagram messaged me. And this wow. is like how, you know, the internet is way too connected is that like you, a person, I mean, and he clicked on my website and my Instagram link is there. Like it probably took him like five seconds, but still it was just like, wait a second, we were communicating over here. Yeah. And now we're communicating over there. Uh, and yeah, he came on the show and he was great. And wow. I don't know if you get this vibe, but like when you interview people, especially like well-known people or people who've done something pretty significant or even like a total stranger, maybe to the outside world, but like you admire their work or you've read their books or, you know, like what they're doing there's kind of always this moment like right before the interview starts where I'm like, okay, don't screw this up. Like, don't, don't ask a stupid question. Make sure you pay attention so that you can like feedback what they've said and give them a really good follow-up or like have your answer ready when they're finished, you know, like you wanted you. And then the conversation starts and all of a sudden this person that you've admired or that is famous or like, you're just like, oh my gosh, like that was like the most normal Conversation ever. Like Ben was like that. It was like, this is just a dad of a few kids who likes to make music and wants to share his story. Or like Gloria, like she has this convicted faith at 13, but like she's a mom. She works in the finance sector again, works in Catholic media, and like just has something to say about this very important issue and a lot of other issues. And so I think Spotlight does really well as a listener. What you do really well is like, you just make this, like, this is just going to be the most normal of conversations. I'm going to ask you about this thing that you're really passionate about, that you know a lot about. And we're going to make sure people understand that. But like, also we're just going to, we're going to talk about what's on our minds with this topic and with other things. We're going to talk about like the things that are bringing us some joy or like the things that are bringing us some hope. Remind me, what is that last question that you guys frequently ask at the end of Spotlight? Because that question, we had to like workshop that question to get it the right way. What's it become for you guys?
1: Oh, yeah. So, okay. So when I was on as a guest and when I co-hosted with you, it was what is your hope for the week? So something that you're hopeful about, something you look forward to. And so now it is what is something that gives you hope? Mm. Just a period which has been really good you know yeah, hope for the week switch. is really good what's something that gives you hope and people just are so excited to share about yeah. things that give them hope because you know right now it's it can be a little uh a little bit of a bummer just uh-huh. alive so it's nice yeah. for people to just feel like I'm just going to share something that is just nice whether it's like my kid is starting school or yeah. we finally found that matching paint for our living room or, <laughs> you know, or like, or whatever it is. Like I finally figured out how to use an air fryer, like whatever it is. Yeah. And magic. Just, yeah. Magic dude. Seriously. Cookies, cakes, nachos. But it's like, people are so excited to share about things that give them hope, which is yeah. super cool. So it's That's been, awesome. it's been great. That's actually my favorite part of the entire of thing. The show. That, yeah, that and just hearing people talk about things that mean a lot to them. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah. it's cool to be able to give people a platform to share about things that just bring them like light.
0: You know, mm-hmm. it's nice mm-hmm. to have that space. Okay. So I have to ask, what's giving you hope this week, Chanel?
1: Ooh, good question. <laughs> so unexpected. <laughs> okay. What is something that is giving me hope this week? In my office, you know what? No, I'm not going to do a work thing. Although I work at the diocese and it's great. So that gives me hope all the time. What is something cool? Come on, Chanel, something cool. Well, something that's given me hope my mom and I have been going on walks together every morning, which has been really good. Mm. And we have been trying to like drink green juices after our walk. And I hate them. I hate everything about them. I hate the way they taste. I hate the way they smell. They're so I, gritty. Yeah, they're like so gritty like a and gritty. Thing for me yeah, yeah, I absolutely yeah. hate it. And I'm trying to be that girl that's like, I just love green juice and like pressed grass, but I hate no, it.
0: No, I'm sorry. Lettuce is meant to be chewed, not exactly, yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> I absolutely hate it. So <laughs> I've, I've, I've
1: accepted myself. And so my mom and I, though, we're trying to create our own juices at home. So we like brought fruit brought fruits and vegetables and we're trying to like make juices that we could have during the week. And so I'm hopeful that we can stick by it. And then we don't get fatigued because I'm already in like juice
0: fatigue. (laughs) As long as you're not doing like a juice fast where by the end you're like cheeseburger and all of that work is just thrown out the window. Yeah. Dude, yeah. But I'm
1: it's already starting to get a little fatigued because you like do all this pressing for like an, a, a thumb full of juice, yeah, three so, three ounces of juice. Yeah, you have yeah to like so-
0: push So Tommy Tommy wanted to buy a juicer recently, and I, we have a rule in our marriage that you're not allowed to spend more than a hundred bucks without talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And it just it's just like a good yeah. it just it prevents you from like stupid purchases. Yeah, it's not like you can't go to Sam's and spend more than it's like you can't buy a single item that's more than a hundred dollars <laughs> without talking to each other. So sure. there was this juicer that he really wanted, and I was like, okay, let's do some research. Let's read the reviews. And it was the output at the end of it. He was like, wait, I'm going to have to use a bag of carrots (laughs) to get a jar of carrot. I'll just buy a a gallon of carrot juice from the store. it's like, exactly. And (laughs) how much is your time worth, Chanel? In the grand scheme of things, am I taking 20 minutes to make the juice? And then it takes me 20 seconds to drink it. Yeah. And it's like 20 seconds to drink it.
1: Forty minutes of feeling like like my stomach is on fire because right. I really yeah. didn't like it that much. It's <laughs> like I just I was telling my mom I was like, "Mommy, I just feel like this is just not where, But you know what? I'm water. supporting. You know
0: what's really good for the body water. after walk? Water. Exactly. I was like, I was like, like mommy. A- a lemon like like, mommy you
1: know what's great i'll support you on this health journey we can just like eat our vitamins together drink Mm -hmm. some water and then we can both walk to the cracker barrel and that very good and then Christmas (laughs) decorations are always up. yeah, I was like, and that is like, that is enough. So I'm hopeful that we'll stick to our juicing slash slash smoothie journey. But I am also realistic that I'm already getting fatigued. It's a good hope. It's a good hope. So how about you, Katie?
0: What is something that's giving you hope? So Claire and Rose have started school. And what Mm. is giving me hope is that we are back into our school routine, which is a much better for my mental health routine than the summer. Like I love having, so Tommy's a teacher, right? And I work from home. Like I'm in my home office and I love having my family home for like the first three weeks of summer because it's like, great, we can all have lunch together. or Like we can Mm -hmm. go to breakfast or like we can go to the park. But then I walk out of my office at three o'clock when the show is over or I've got like an interview right afterwards. And the house that generally is tidy during the day has been lived in all day long by these lovely people who I'm so happy are home. But then it's like I'm leaving my office and walking into a messy house as opposed to when it's the school day, the school year, they come home to a clean home and I get to enjoy it with them. It's like we get to all destroy it together as opposed to I've been working (laughs) for all of these hours and then I walk out and it's just a complete wreck. So I'm, I'm, what's giving me hope is that we are back into our school routine. My kids function really well with routine. Like this is oh, what nice. we, we wake up, we put our clothes on, we go have breakfast, we watch an episode of Bluey while we're having breakfast and mommy and daddy drink their coffee in like relative silence because the Bluey parents are parenting you right now. And so like getting back into that routine is giving me a lot of hope.
1: Oh, I love that. And I love that you guys watch Bluey. I'm oh,
0: obsessed. I literally I watch just that. ordered, Ugh. it's a Bluey license plate holder yep (laughs) it says here come the grannies do it do it we're We're having a bluey themed birthday party for rose do it this weekend we are dressing up as the healer family for halloween yep deeply committed my husband and i tend to go ham on shows we like office michael scott's Uh, in the background obviously i need a bluey poster now i'm trying to get the producers of the show on my radio show Uh, because they're not catholic mm -hmm. they're not like they're not christian but the show is incredibly I think pure of heart This mm-hmm. is turning into a bluey fest. Um, <laughs> what, I, what I'm so struck by is there's an episode in season two called sleepy time or Night time. nighttime, nighttime, mm-hmm. sleepy time. And it's like this. Have you seen this one? It's the one where Bingo is falling asleep. And so it's just oh, like really yeah. like ethereal imagination of like what it's like for a kid in dreamland. Hmm. And at the end of the episode, it's seven minutes. I'm not spoiling anything for anybody. But like Bingo is starting to like drift towards a sun. Hmm. And as she's drifting towards the sun, oh, God, beyond all praising, is playing like the, the beautiful symphonic version of it. And then like it cuts to like what's happening in the real world, not just happening in Bluey's or Bingo's dream world. And she's cuddling up with her mom. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I've seen that episode a thousand times. It's one of our favorites. And Rose knows how to work the remote control now so she can go to the ones that she likes the <laughs> best. I cry every time because it is such a beautiful, with the music and like this idea that like Bingo can't rest until she's close to her mommy. Ah. I think there's something so Catholic about this show. Uh, I dude, want to these people. You, I,
1: I pray we've, that we've that, that interview out. happens because yeah, we've reached is, out.
0: Yeah. Australia is like a weird, like we'll have to do it on zoom and then like play it because mm-hmm. when my show's live, they're all sleeping or like having breakfast or something.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, so, well, prayers awesome. for that. I love you. Yeah. I watched it as an adult. Sometimes yeah. I'll just put Nothing it on. Nothing wrong with that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, wow, this is so nice. Like Committed. it's getting me. It's given me like modern Little Bear, like
0: yeah,
1: Little Bear, it, like uh, cutie vibes. It's so cute.
0: Franklin the Turtle. You remember Franklin the Turtle? Yes. It's yes. got like that that piece of Franklin or yes. Dragon Tales, Dragon oh. Tales, drag All the PBS Dude. shows, and it's a it's I I spoke with a, a friend of mine is from Australia, mm-hmm. and Malcolm told me it's like no, it's it's PBS. It's not like a Nickelodeon show. Really? Or Network. It is Australian PBS. Wow. Uh, Like the Australian version of the BBC and like PBS is the the American version of the BBC. So that's what it is. And so it's like it's a PBS show, which I think has kept it incredibly pure Mm. and family focused and like it doesn't have an agenda sometimes like sometimes my kid needs to be taught something through a television show sometimes (laughs) they just need to know that like moms and dads love them and like want to keep the balloon off the ground yes so so Uh, it goes all right i could i could go on and on about blue we'll have to do a whole (laughs) separate episode of on spotlight about kids tv (laughs) chanel shaw thank you for joining me on your show katie pre for grady thank you so
1: much for interviewing me on your former show yeah. i'm so honored happy to, be to have here.
0: passed it off it's such yeah a so show.
1: honored to be here it's so cool and i love hosting it every two weeks now it's it's so awesome. cool to do it so i'm excited i'm looking forward to hearing what ave not Exploradora, dora yeah
0: yeah has to has <laughs> to
1: share with us as yeah. well so thank you so much of course thanks
0: so much all right